Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Thursday, November 30th, 2023. San Bernardino County District Attorney Jason Anderson spoke to members of the public in Joshua Tree last night, offering a primer as to the function of his office and to express concerns about the issues he sees facing the county. D.A. Anderson was the special guest at a public safety open house hosted by County Supervisor Don Rao and held at the Joshua Tree Community Center. After briefing the gathering on the work done and duties overseen by the San Bernardino County District Attorney's Office, which is primarily investigating and prosecuting cases of criminal conduct, the D.A. offered some statistics about his office, saying, uh, but The mission of the D.A.'s office is to abide by the rule of law, that if people violate the law, and we believe that we can prove a case beyond a reasonable doubt, then we're going to proceed with that in court. We couldn't do that without our clerical, our administrative staff, because they're managing a, a case management system that has to process around 65,000 cases. The vast majority of those cases are misdemeanors, right? We would like to deal with no criminal cases, but we have to deal with them. The majority of them are misdemeanors, which is a good sign uh, for our residents. D.A. Anderson spoke about what he considers to be the most pressing criminal issue facing residents of San Bernardino County and California as a whole, drug overdoses caused by fentanyl. We continue to see, unfortunately, the impact of fentanyl uh, that fentanyl is having uh, within uh, our younger population. And I mean that between the ages of 15, 16, up until mid-20s. The average number right now across the country, the comparison rate of fentanyl deaths is an average of 120 people a day die as a result of fentanyl overdose. Okay? So I want to put that in perspective for you. If you take a flight from Ontario Airport to Sacramento on a Southwest flight, maybe you're on the flight with 120 people. That's like one of those planes going down every day. D.A. Anderson criticized state and federal lawmakers for the lack of additional laws relating to fentanyl, saying that additional consequences are needed for those who deal the deadly substance to unknowing users. Obviously, if people are addicted, we treat those types of things. We've had the, we've had diversion and drug court uh, programs in this county that have been successful for 20, 25 years. And there might be greater, greater punishments. I think that might be a deterrent. We, we don't have that right now. I don't think there's many people, as this fentanyl crisis goes on, that aren't going to be touched by this. Perhaps there's people in the room that have been touched by this. And if you have, uh, I'm very sorry about that. I've, I've had it in my own life. Um, uh, with uh, friends whose uh, kids have died as a result of exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, so it's very personal to me. Uh, until we can catch up and figure out why it is that lawmakers don't care about the plane of 120 people crashing every day, we've done an extraordinary education program. To learn more about the San Bernardino District Attorney's Office, visit sbcda.org. It may first appear as a single tire, or more often in stacks of two, three, or four tires, hastily dumped along rural roads and private properties in the dead of night. Reporter Mike Lipsitz has news of an effort this Saturday to get these eyesores out of our desert and into a recycling program. When law-abiding folks replace tires, they leave the old ones with the tire shop for a small fee, usually a couple dollars. The Landers Landfill accepts tires for about five and a quarter each, but a great number of car and truck tires are illegally discarded in our communities. 
This Saturday, December 2nd, County Code Enforcement and the Landers Community Association team up to get those discarded tires out of our neighborhoods and into a recycling program for free. Bulky trash items and e-waste will also be accepted, open to residents in the unincorporated areas in and around Landers. Saturday's event takes place at Homestead Valley Park on Belfield Boulevard from 8 a.m. to noon. Residents are limited to bringing nine tires per load. Tires with or without rims will be accepted. Please do not leave tires in the park before or after this event. No commercial haulers, concrete, or hazardous waste. Call 760-449-4048 for more information or to volunteer. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Mike Lipsitz. The popular 29 Palms Farmer's Market is expanding into Joshua Tree. Starting this Sunday and every Sunday and Wednesday, the 29 Palms Farmer's Market will set up shop at the Joshua Tree Retreat Center. The 29 Palms Farmer's Market will still be held every Saturday at Freedom Plaza in 29 Palms from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., but will add Sundays and Wednesdays to their schedule. Expect all the fresh fruits and vegetables, hot food, and vendors you've come to expect from the 29 Palms Farmer's Market every Wednesday in Joshua Tree from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. and every Sunday in Joshua Tree from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Mara's Christmas Wish, the charitable organization that provides food, cards, and toys for children, will be holding a volunteer meeting tonight at the Yaka Valley Community Center. Everyone is invited to get involved in Mara's Christmas Wish, 6 p.m., in the Choya Room at the Yaka Valley Community Center. Climbers, take note. The National Park Service is seeking your input on managing climbing opportunities on public lands. Online news editor Robert Hayden takes it from here. The U.S. Forest Service and National Park Service are seeking public input on proposed guidance that would help the agency in managing climbing opportunities on national forests, grasslands, and parks. The climbing activities covered include not only rock climbing, but snow and ice climbing, mountaineering, canyoneering, and caving. All of these are popular in national parks, especially Joshua Tree, which is a climbing and bouldering destination. Some of the items both organizations are seeking public input on are fixed climbing equipment such as anchors or bolts that are permanently left in after a climb. The proposed guidance affirms that climbing is an appropriate use of public lands, including wilderness areas, and should be managed in a manner that helps protect cultural and natural resources. The National Park Service stated in a press release that best practices for climbing can help climbers avoid damage to those resources and that the proposed guidance will provide public land managers with direction on how to guide climbers to the best and most appropriate places and practices to ascend responsibly. We'll have a link where you can submit feedback at this story on our website, Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, I'm Robert Hayden. The chairman of the San Bernardino County Board of Supervisors, Don Rao, will be the guest on the Z1077 Up Close show with Gary Dineau tomorrow morning. A Southern California native and former mayor of Yaka Valley, Rao was appointed to the Board of Supervisors in December of 2018. In March of 2020, Rao was elected and began her first four-year term on the Board of Supervisors. Rao will talk about the challenges of managing the largest county in the country and the myriad of services they offer. Call in live and join Supervisor Don Rao on the Z1077 Up Close show Friday morning at 10 a.m. here on Z1077. And finally, the Yucca Valley Lady Trojan basketball team used a big first half to grab the lead and then cruised to a 53-26 win over Serrano High School yesterday in the second round of the Redlands East Valley High School Tournament. Our hometown girls jumped out to a 30-14 halftime lead with their pressure defense leading to easy fast-break points as they improved their record to 5-1 overall on the season. 
Senior Cadence Tarrant had a big night, scoring 20 points, pulling down 11 rebounds, and dishing out 7 assists. Junior CeCe Gilmore continued to improve, adding 10 points, while junior Taylor Monroy chipped in 9 points. The Yucca girls face a huge challenge tonight when they face Riverside County Girls Basketball Powerhouse Martin Luther King High School. Tip-off is 7 p.m. at Redlands East Valley High School. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.